99 in the shade. Damn, it's hot. It is hot out here in Los Angeles. North Hollywood, to be exact. Oh, man. Welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back to Big Talk with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. God, we, we took a little, uh, had to take a little hiatus, a little <laughs> vacation. A little siesta. A little time away from each other. We didn't want to, just worked uh, out that way. Yeah, you know, there you go. Until this turns into our day job, I guess. <laughs> it's coming soon, people. Coming folks. Soon, coming soon, folks. Coming soon. Coming soon. Since it's, you know, it's been a little while, dude. How'd you, how'd your, how's everything sound in your head? You sounding good? Everything sounding loud enough? I'm sounding a little. That sounds better for me. Does that sound better for you right Yes, there? right there, man. Sounds good. Right there. I like there that. There we go. Yeah, I like the way it's sounding. Man, what's going on? Let's talk about it. That was a Bon Jovi leading off, man. It's hot here today. It's like 100 degrees. I'm looking over here. It's 100. It's definitely 99 in the shade today. <laughs> I love Went out that, and had man. some lunch, man. I was like, oh, man, it's hot. It's like yeah. insta sweat. All right, before, do. Oh, business. Business. And then I'll talk and then we'll go from there. Here's some business, guys. At bigtalkcg.podcast on Instagram. Yes. Bigtalkcg at gmail.com. Right. And at bigtalkcg on Twitter. Great. DMs, emails, tweets. Let's go. All right. Let's go. All right. So you always come with a surprise. Are there any new countries that are listening to us? Or you know what? Since we've been away for a little while, no one's ever, no, nothing's been going. Nothing. Um, no new countries. Um, we talked about Australia. We talked about Australia. Come. We talked about Norway still holding on strong. Yeah. I love it, dude. Those bitching. We are worldwide. Taiwan. We're on every, like we talked about I last know, time, dude, we're I... worldwide. We're on every continent except for Antarctica. We need those penguins. Do penguins live on the South Pole or the North Pole? Uh, north. I don't know, dude. I know. Google <laughs> it, I guess. Let us know, nation. All right. We don't know. I'm not a big penguinite. I right. Oh. Penguins. oh. Remember that episode of parks and rec where <laughs> leslie nope's character married the gay penguins yes <laughs> <laughs> that's all i know about penguins is that i guess they're all gay and, oh. they're, and they want to get married. that's all i know that's all i know there was a good documentary on penguins uh what was it morgan freeman narrated it was that it, surfs up no <laughs> it wasn't surfs up uh, it was a documentary. I think it was on National Geographic it was like at least five to six years ago. It was a damn good documentary about penguins and like, survival and, you know, laying eggs and finding mates and stuff like that, man. Now we're getting off subject. but you're not, no, There is no <laughs> subject. You know, we, we've been gone so long that, you know, me and Greg were just like, you know, let's just do a show. Let's just catch up. Yeah. Let's catch up the let's nation. Catch up. Let's catch up on each other. We actually haven't seen each other in oh, it's been like three weeks three weeks I think this is a, this yeah. a long time for we, us we did some texting but uh there's no uh texting i don't even know if we phone, phone call each other yeah you're there avoiding each other <laughs> fuck him <laughs> i ain't talking to him i'm not talking. taking his message he didn't, ta he didn't answer my text yesterday fuck you <laughs> i'm gonna make him wait too so we're just, you know, do some catch-up, just talk about, you know, what we've been doing and... Uh, what's been going on in the world of rock and wrestling and uh, pop culture. So I uh, started off on a down note. Um, so thank God we were playing some Bon Jovi. Uh, the bass player, the longtime bass player for Bon Jovi, Alex uh, John Such, passed away, about, I want to say about a month ago now. Mm -hmm. um, he was 70 years old. Um, you know, it was, it, I was glad to hear Bon Jovi kind of just say, you know what, he was a longtime... Um, you know, one of our founding members, him and Tico, you know, they brought Richie into the band. You know, they kind of started something out. So, and you know what? This funny about that, Chris, was John and Tico looked like they were from New Jersey. They always had that New Jersey look. Yeah, that on them. like well, with well, the hair, poofy black yeah. hair, yeah. chest hair, arm hair, leg hair, <laughs> hair hair. Yeah. Those guys, man, every. Every album they did. And it's that. kind of funny. It's like, what can I wear to show off this hair the most? Right? That's what it is. It's, it's like, cut why off. Is that, or, why is that guy wearing boots or why something? Why is that guy wearing that leather vest over uh, his sweater? Oh, man. <laughs> hey, so I, I was thinking about that. So after he passed away, I was thinking, what, have, what would be some of my favorite songs that he played on from Bon Jovi? Um, I'm just going to name three off the top of my head, which I thought are the well, first. Hold on. Uh, question. What was the first album he didn't? play on was it the um the one with um oh shoot 
I'll tell you right now. I had it. I had it set up. Um, he did not play. It was on, the one with like "Thank you for loving me" and and uh, yeah, it's my life. Oh, was it that the these first days? One? Yeah. Oh, these days he didn't the, play on these days. These days he did not. So that was ninety five. Wow. So the last album he played on was "Keep, Keep the, Faith. the Faith." Um. So actually, from "Keep the Faith," one of my favorite songs is called "Fear." If you ever get a chance, check that song out, man. It's a little mm-hmm. more rocking on, on that. Deep cut. Yeah, deep cut. Definitely fear. Uh, one of my favorite songs from 1700 Fahrenheit was um, Silent Night that he played on. Oh, yeah, I yeah, loved yeah, it. Yeah, I love yeah, Silent yeah. Night. That's just That album, even though they don't really praise it or talk about it or, or anything like that, it still has a lot of meaning. There's a lot. Of, I went through the whole album, and I was like, damn, I remember all these good songs and the keyboard and the drums and the – you know, the singing and stuff, so that was good. And then the last one I'm going to say was, um, damn it, what was that song I was going to say? She Don't Know Me from the self-titled. Oh, okay, from their is, first album. Yeah, is those are my, those are just, uh, I was going to say top five, but I'm just going to do top three that I yeah. loved. You know, I don't know, I'm not going to have a list. I just, the best album he did play on was their best album, which was New Jersey. New Jersey. <laughs> Which is far superior so, to Slippery When Wet. So, Love for Sale. Uh, <laughs> acknowledge me. Acknowledge what I said. Don't just keep talking. <laughs> Go Fine. back. That was our our debate on that Bon jo- I'm telling you, dude. New Jersey. You got, you got to listen. To slippery. What? No, 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 no. So, yeah. So, he, he didn't. I guess so. What the story is, is that they kicked him out of the band. Apparently, because he wasn't. I don't know. He wasn't keeping up his bass playing skills, or he just wasn't. He sure wasn't like drugs good. and alcohol. Dude. I don't I mean, know. If sometimes it was those, to that. I don't know. You know that affects people, or you know maybe they just get tired of being away from home. Maybe. And he was an older guy too. It wasn't a spring chicken at the time that all this was happening. Maybe he started family and really missed New Jersey. You know, who misses New Jersey? I don't know, man. Maybe he really did. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I love the most about New Jersey is that it's <laughs> so far away. <laughs> <laughs> the New Jerseyites are gonna come get us, man. They're gonna try listening to That's our fine. podcast. That's fine. That's fine. I don't think we got actually. Actually, I think that New Jersey has just entered. Yeah, New Jersey has just entered into the Big Talk Nation. <laughs> the, the, the Bon Jovi, my, yeah, there it was. The Bon Jovi brought him in. It brought him in. Nice. God, good luck to you guys <laughs> living out there in New Jersey. Good Lord, this is going to be a love-hate relationship with you guys. Right. Yeah, it's hey, going to love to hate us, So I, to me. I still got two more Debbie Downers on this talk about uh, who passed away. I don't know if you're familiar, Chris, but um, Dave Hepner, longtime referee from WWE, passed away. Dave and this Hebner. was And this was... Dave or Earl? Three weeks ago. Dave. Earl's still alive. Okay. And Earl is still refereeing in TNA right now. Um... And also, a few days after uh, Dave Hepner died, Tim White passed away. Oh, yeah, dude. Tim so White. So it was. That's a bigger loss, man. Yeah. Um, one of Tim White's um, famous wrestling matches was um, Hell in the Cell with Undertaker and Mankind mm-hmm. in, a, was it 98? That, he, that was one of his claim to fame wrestle matches. That he was uh, really good friends with uh, Andre. Yeah. He's got all yeah. the best Andre the Giant stories. Correct, correct, correct. Was that was, they call him his handler. Basically means he was the one that was just at, with him all the time. Yeah. And uh, he's always got all the best Andre the Giant stories. I heard that so. I heard that too. And there was a lot of um, wrestlers after this happened. Because I think this, this, uh, these guys passed away. I, I think uh, Dave passed away on Thursday. And Tim White passed away on Sunday, if I'm correct. And uh, they were talking about um, wrestlers uh, on the internet, just kind of throwing stories at everything and how great these guys were and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, very yeah. heartwarming, very, um, you know, personality-wise. And always had great stories. Loved to hang out with the guys. I think Chris Jericho did a little tribute uh, to him. Bully Ray did something, to, you know, said something about these guys. What was that match where Earl and Dave were both in the ring? Was that with Hogan? It was like the imposter. Oh my God! Who's this referee that looks just like yeah, the other one? Yeah, that's right. I, I don't remember who. God, I can't remember. And it was Hogan. I remember Hogan being like, "Oh my God, what's going on?" <laughs> he like got he got like fast counted. 
and yes. lost or something yes, like yes, that. Yes. And they were like, oh, my God, who's this other referee? Are you sure that wasn't the Mega Powers? It wasn't. It might have been. Might have been that one, right? I don't know, man. Yeah, I, I'm going to have to look that up, Nation, if you know. All right. Let us know who it is. And then to uh, end our Debbie Downer, we're going to do on an upswing. So if you know today, Chris, uh, the 27th of Let June. Let me look. Let me look at my Samsung <laughs> Galaxy Watch. <clears throat> Far superior to the Apple Watch, actually, if I can get it to work. So, right. Yes. On uh, as, as we're recording today, 27. Joey Allen, our favorite rhythm guitarist of Warrant. Today's his birthday. He's 57. <sighs> now we're just picking, now we're just throwing out birthdays? Well, why not, man? Like, I mean, death and birthdays, man, it's kind of go together, man. People pass away, got to end on a good note. And Hey, man, Joey Allen's birthday. Come on. It was Warrant, dude. Warrant. There's a baby born today. His name's Michael. <laughs> Michael Scott. No, I don't know. Michael. Somewhere in this world, there's a baby being born right now. His name's Michael. I thought there was a baby I mean, being born mean, Christopher. Probably. And probably one named Gregory, too. <laughs> <laughs> probably one named Doorknob or something. I don't know. People are coming up with their own fucking names now. <laughs> Sunshine. Doorknob and Deadlock. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Right. Um, yeah, just, you know... I've been having most of my time I'm spending, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think about, you know, what I want to talk about with the show. And I've been having this debate with uh, one of my coworkers. Oh, okay. And uh, my buddy. Uh, and I texted you about this the oh, other day. Oh, okay. So what happened was, is that I was at work and one of my coworkers, he said, uh, his name's Ellis. He said, uh, that song by Kiss, I Was Made For Loving You, yeah. came on. And, and he was like, oh, man, this is a great song. I love it. I love Kiss. And I was like, I looked at him and I go, this is a shitty song, man. No this way, is, dude. Hold no. on. I go, this is a freaking disco song. He's like, oh, man, you can't be talking like that. What are you talking about? Chris, <laughs> like, he gets all offended. I'm like, dude, honestly, this is a disco song. This is terrible. Mm-hmm. This is a disco song. And it's terrible. So then it evolved, our debate evolved from just that song to just Kiss itself. Oh, okay. Do you, well, do you want to comment on what I said about the song first before I move on? Go ahead. I love it. I'm not going to lie to you, man. That, uh, that came from Dynasty. I think in what I, I stole said. that tape, by the way. <laughs> I wish I could just go slide it back into the where I stole it, but that store is not around anymore. <laughs> Put it back, return it. That is I want my def- money back. Stealing that tape is the uh, definition of young and dumb. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I enjoyed that album. There's a lot of good songs from it. Um, the cover was iconic with the, the, just their faces. So it was good. I loved it. All right. So then, okay, enough of that. So then our conversation goes to just Kiss itself. All right. And I was like, you know, man. But you don't like Kiss, so I don't know how you're arguing. I'm Your like, argument's more negative I'm like, than Kiss, positive. I said, Kiss, is, Kiss might be the most overrated band ever. And he was, and of course he was offended. He's like, no, Kiss is great. And, I go, and I'm like, no, seriously. If you really like listen to their songs, the tempo, the writing, their songs, it's light rock. There is almost, there are some heavier songs later, but when they were face painted up, all their songs are light rock. Listen, it's so light rock. That's it's was called rock in the seventies, dude. I know, but it's early no, part of the seventies. They're 70s. not rocking, dude. They're not. I just don't think that they are a good band. I don't think Kiss is a good band. I think they're overrated. And that was, you, you know, it has been our debate. Any and, one of those, the first five albums didn't. Well, I don't want to sit here and say I don't like any of their songs. Like even off their first album, you know, Cold Gin, yeah, Strutter. Um, Black Diamond. Uh, Black Diamond. Those are the three songs I like off the first album. You know, and then you know they come out with Hotter Than Hell. I think it's their second one. Um, yeah. Dress to Kill. Uh, Dress to Kill. Destroyer. You know, they, yeah, they have some good songs. Love Gun. Love me. Eh, Love Gun. I don't like that song. I think okay. it's overrated too. Love Gun. No, it's soft rock. Okay. It's all mid tempo soft rock. Um, and then I was just sitting But they there. wanted to be more uh, glam and glitz than hard rock. Than, you know, they didn't say that they're the best guitars and they have the best solos. They I wa- think. They wanted, to, they wanted to make it no matter how and they that's could. And the, that's the point I'm making. That's the, exactly. You're making my point for me. Okay. They were all about marketing, all about propaganda, all about being, a, you know. Larger than parent, life. Larger than life. Parents aren't supposed to like us. 
doesn't matter what we sound like. You're not going to like us because of what we look like, what we act like, and what we do. And the fact that they were not that great of a band. I've never seen them live, but from what I hear, I'm sure their live shows are great and amazing fireworks, you know, all over the place, costumes, face paint, because they got to make it for the fact that their songs are shitty. <laughs> but I, I, I just don't. And so I was, so I was sitting here and I was just, you know, we were in a conversation and I go, oh man, yeah, they're, just, they're overrated. I go, this, this is almost exactly what I said to him. If not exactly, I go, you know, I don't, I said, Ellis, I don't want, I didn't think about this. This is just coming to my mind. And a band, I think I could be comparable to them. That's, I just put that part in because I was thinking that to myself. I go, I think Twisted Sister is a better band than Kiss. And he got, I was like, no, 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 no. And then I started thinking about it and I go, yeah, I think Twisted Sister is a better band band than kiss so i was like okay dude so what do i got to do to prove this to myself so then i went back and started listening to their albums to whose albums well at first i would listen to kiss and right. i barely made it through their first one okay. and i was like wow this yeah it's just as bad as i thought so okay. then i went back and i go okay let me listen to twisted sister so i started and i listened to uh uh under the blade mm -hmm. which was it was had balls, but it was a little uneven. Then um, I listened to Can't Stop Rock and Roll, which is a little more solid album. Then Stay Hungry. And the thing with Twisted Sister is people that really don't know them or their whole catalog is they go, we're not going to take it out one rock. And I go, yeah, you know what? Take those two songs and just throw yeah, them out. Throw exactly. them out. Throw okay. them out. Listen to that Stay Hungry album. Mm -hmm. That is a really good album. Then, so I listened to that one. I listened to all their albums. Then I went to um, Come Out and Play, and I was like, God, dude, this album sucks. Yeah, come on. So was it Come Out and Play or was Love is for no, Suckers? No, 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 no. Come Out and Play sucked. It was Come Out and Play was the first track. Then it was... Um, they did a cover, uh, didn't Leader they? Leader of the Pack was track two. Yeah, Leader of the Pack. And then if I remember correctly, the other single they did with Alice Cooper was Be Cruel to Your School, which I think okay. was like track five or six. Those three songs suck. Like, they are bad. And then I would say out of the other, let's see, that's three is probably about 10 songs. The other seven songs, I'd say six of them were actually okay. I was like, oh, wow, these are pretty good. Then I went to Love for Suckers and I listened to that album and I was like, wow, this is a good album. And I really hadn't ever given that album a chance. I kind of was like, wow, come out and play. This kind of, you know, wasn't really that good. So I never really listened to Love is for Suckers. And I listened to it and I go, wow, dude. I mean, have you listened to it? I, I remember I remember buying it like I used on cassette, hearing a couple of songs, but nothing caught me. Twisted Sister was never one of those bands that really caught me. I kind of got into Twisted Sister when Stay Hungry came when around. When everybody got into it. When them, everybody right? got into it in the eighties and you know, they were too East Coast for me. You know? Uh, what state were they from? New York. I think New York. Where's yeah. Kiss from? Yeah. New York. But uh, Twisted Sister, New York. that that album, Love is for Suckers, yeah. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll listen to this one. Dude. I was so pleasantly surprised. Right off the bat, the title track, uh, Wake Up the Sleeping Giant. Dude, I, I was like, this is a, it's like, um, you know, the song is like, we're not going to take it. It's all like anti-establishment. Mm -hmm. This one is also, it's talking about we have the numbers, we have the fight. Go ahead and just wake up the sleeping giant kind of thing. Like we're waiting for you to do. Like that's what that song is about. Then it comes out the pop song, Hot Love, which was like their single from that song. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is a catchy tune. It's almost like a um, Hot Love. When I listen to it, it's almost like a. It could have been like a Bon Jovi song. It's like it's written like that. Oh, oh like it sounds like it could have been done by Bon Jovi. Are you sure Desmond like Child that. didn't have his hand? I didn't in there? look at this song. Maybe could have been. They're all from that East Coast. Maybe he was in there. Yeah, and there were some good songs on that. Um, even the title track. Uh, I, I thought it was great. Even I had said, Ellis, listen to these songs. He goes, and so he listened to that album. And he goes, that was a good album, dude. Oh, okay, so he, okay. He still thinks Kiss is better. I'm with but, him. I'm with him. Kiss is so much better. But you then, know why? But, because I grew up Kiss. Kiss was the first band that got me into rock music and has never 
the the seventies and eighties part of Kiss, and actually a little bit more when they kind of faded away and did their solo or unmasked and stuff. When they did without makeup, all that stuff kind of kept me there. I like their so stuff without makeup, I liked, dude. I, I thought they got I thought they got better when better so, musicians. So I, yeah, I, yeah, better exactly better musicians. Peter Chris is not a very good drummer. He's not a good drummer. He's just a tempo keeper. He's yeah, not I, good. I, I agree with that one. They got, you know, they started getting the drummers and they started getting other guitar players. It's fairly, he's a good guitar player, but they started getting guys that were just better. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. They're, you know, when they unmasked and animalized and crazy night. Hot for the shade. Yeah. Hot in the shade. What was it? Thrashes, smashes, and hits. All those songs during the, yeah. Or all those albums during the 80s. They, Revenge. I Revenge, better. I Revenge. thought was super heavy, yeah. but good. Was that the one that had Unholy on yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. That was that was uh, a heavier album, but for the most part, I just, just Kiss just doesn't do it for me at all. Okay, and and some people hide them in so high regard. I just have to fight the good fight against I do. them. I hold them in high regard, but I there's a certain part of Kiss that I do. You know, like when they went to the music of the elders and unmasked. I don't know. I don't know if I just grew up or I just stopped listening to them. You know, and then oh, we came back without makeup. Oh. Now that's what you guys look like. Oh, have you know, uh, um, you know, all hell's breaking loose and look it up. Oh, hey, those are pretty good songs. Yeah. Oh, now there's a music video. Oh, this and that. They got heavier. That's what you know went on there. You know, usually you know it's the opposite. You know, they bands like a band we'll probably talk about here in a second. You know, they they were lighter to me seventies, mm -hmm. and then they got a little heavier, okay. which I think kissed it. And let's 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 turn it right now. A band you know that. Um, we can talk about now Def Leppard. Yes. We did a show about them, you know, Def Leppard, Hysteria versus Pyromania. Mania. Both great albums. We yes. both agreed they're yeah, great albums. Yeah, you like Pyromania better, I like Hysteria better. We both see other each other's point of view. It wasn't so cont contentious, you know, it was like yeah, but we they're both great we albums. talked about that. Yeah. Uh, uh go ahead. I I was going to say so we were talking about the new album, was it Diamond Star Halos? Yeah. So I did take a, a, a Which good... Which just came out in May? Was it May or March? Yeah, I think May. May, May 21st May. or something. Yeah, something yeah. like that. And uh, the songs that I've heard were okay. And then I took a really good listen, Chris, on the way right to work and from work. And, you know, I thought they were okay. And But what I did like too, Chris, is they did on Sirius Radio, they had the guys come on and talk about the song, you know, like uh, do a track by track. So that's how it, it made the song a little more interesting to me to hear about the track. Oh, we're doing this. I did this one. I did a steel guitar. I did electric guitar. Oh, we had a, a girl sing on it, and she you know brought it. Alison Krauss. Most she, likely she did two of the tracks. She Yeah, she did uh, this, and she was excellent vocals on it, and she did this, this, this. And I kind of was like, I see their point of view. I go, I don't think they... We're trying to write hysteria again. I don't think they were trying to write, you know, adrenalized or, or high and dry. They just, you know, wanted to play a certain amount. Like, you know, these guys are getting older, so their wrists are not, you know, doing able to do the jams and, you know, pyromania or photograph or, you know, rock of ages or like it was played at one point. I'm sure they tuned down or tuned up on, on some of their live so, shows. So you told me about this album when I came out, I think you listened yeah. to it shortly after it came out, and I just listened to it today okay. for the first time. I was at the gym and I listened to the whole album. I didn't like it. I, I but that was your first shot. That was right? my first shot. I've only listened to it once, okay, all the way through. Um, and I wasn't waiting for them to make like Pyromania or Hysteria two. Those are two all time great albums. No one, you you can't do that. Correct. But I was hoping for elements. I was hoping yeah. for some bigger sing-along courses, which I didn't feel they had. Okay. I was hoping for just everything was very mid-tempo. Everything kind of sounded the same through the whole album. I didn't get like fast, slow, fast, slow. I got medium, a little bit slower, medium, a little bit slower. It wasn't, I didn't get anything in my face. I didn't get, yeah, there were some great guitar solos. I didn't. Even the choruses were very okay. You know how like um, in Hysteria they do like the whole band singing a mm -hmm. chorus thing, but it wasn't the chorus. It was like a little, like little intro chorus part they would sing, and then Joe Elliott would sing something of the chorus. I was like, Correct. This is not what I want to hear I, from you guys. I also read a review and I was on Facebook talking about that, and pretty much the guy said the same thing you did, Chris. He says, "Hey, it sounds like they're all." ballads sounds like they're all mid-tempo he says where's the Def leopard that 
you know, brought out photograph. Where's a Def Leppard that did Rock of Ages? He says, these guys are not doing that. And he says, the first single kick, the second single, I forgot what the name of it was. He says, they're okay. But he says, there's no, he says, I don't, I'm not really feeling a lot of this album. I'm a little disappointed, guys. And he kind of just left it that way. And for me, I was, I read it before I heard the album and I go, let me judge for myself mm-hmm. because I heard I heard the singles and I was okay with them. I go, but I didn't really give them a listen as in my headphones. I didn't give them a listen as in my car by myself, you know, cranking. And then that's what I did. So as soon as the album was done, I forgot what I was doing. I was going somewhere and I just played the album, you know, back front to back. And I was like, okay, cool. Heard it once, uh, talked it over with my brother. He had the same, pretty much same comments you did and said, eh, it's not for me. I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not, I'm not digging it. And I thought... Okay. You know, I'll give it a. I'll give it a, obviously. You know, it's a band we love. I'll give it a couple more listens. Okay. Um, but I'm that first one. Just it's not horrible. It's just not what I was expecting. So maybe that took me a little. So okay, now I know what it is. Yeah. So maybe now I'll take it as what it is, and maybe I'll I'll enjoy it a little bit more instead of mm-hmm. having these super high expectations and okay. them not being met. But uh, yeah, and you know, uh, leave country to the country guys. I, there's yeah, a there's a couple yeah. of songs on there that sound I, a little too country, which I don't mind. I don't mind. I'm I'm a country fan. I'm a fan of all I music, do. and uh, I don't mind it. I do. But for Def Leppard, I don't want to hear it. Thank God I'm a country boy. Yeah, I do do. No, no. I, I it turns me off for the country, but you know what? Can no, I really I'm, say? I'm agreeing with you, but not for them. But I don't mind country if it's country artist. But I don't want to hear yeah. Def Leppard do it. Okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay, let's talk about another band that came out with a new album recently. Oh. I know you haven't listened to the album, so I guess Jen, mostly I'll speak about it. Was a Scorpions? Oh, okay. A new album all in, right, all in, right. in in February. Hold on, I don't even have it up. I still got the Def Leppard album up here, so I got to do a yeah another search. Excuse me, folks. No, 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 no. Here we go. Rock Believer came out this year. You know, I listened to this album. I've listened to this album twice. Okay. Um, I listened to it when it first came out back in February, and. Of course, high expectations again. Although this time, for the most part, my expectations were met. Oh, okay. The first three, four songs, I was kind of like, God, it was kind of like plodding along. And then all of a sudden, it just kicks in. And it's like, oh, this is starting to sound like, okay, Scorp- this is the Scorpions now. Like you, you, it, cha- it almost like changed gears from like trying to be like a 2022 band to being a scorpions band not trying to sound like they did from the 70s and 80s but this is how we play and so we're just going to play how we play instead of trying to be something else they weren't in and i thoroughly enjoyed the last three chords of the album and this is a long album um is it a long album or is it a lot of bonus tracks well it's got yeah it's got the bonus tracks it's got 16 songs total wow that's a lot i enjoyed it though i enjoyed it uh more than i enjoyed the deaf leopard and just because it met more of my expectations of what is of what I was expecting, obviously. So it the, sounded more of like a Scorpions album. Yeah, it didn't sound not, old. It didn't sound dated. It sounded like the Scorpions playing in 2022, not the Scorpions trying to sound like 2022. Got if it. If that makes okay, sense, yeah, you can does. tell the difference. So I, I really enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, if you're a fan of that band, I definitely would say give it a listen. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was really good. Like I said, I've been listening to it for a couple of months, you know, got a lot on my plate. Uh, but you know, maybe I'll listen to it again this week. You know what's funny was I think the Scorpions did a residency in Vegas and they had Skid Row opening for them with that new singer. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, dude, that would've been fun to yeah, see. Yeah, you man. told me that you know, you know, like you always do on this show um, with Flicker Stick and that kind of stuff. You know, he's, so I listened to some of the Skid Row with their new singer. I was like, yeah, he's good, dude. <laughs> I like him better than the the, the previous, the previous guy, singer right? They had. I don't even know who who that was. You yeah. probably do. But uh, this new guy is, he's he's he is a great replacement for uh, Sebastian Bach. All right, good. He's bringing back a little bit of the feel, like yeah. All right, still going on that Motley Crue, uh, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett Stadium tour. So we're still talking about country stuff. Now, did you know that there is a country music tribute to Motley Crue? I did not know that. There's one called Nashville Outlaws, a tribute to Motley Crue. And artists like Rascal Flats, they do Kickstart My Heart, Florida Georgia Line. Which now these artists, I, these I know. Are, is who, this an album of cover songs? Yeah, this is an album of cover What's songs. What's it called? I'm gonna look it uh, up right now. Nashville Outlaws tribute to Motley Crue. And these are all 
um, cover songs by country artists. Like I said, uh, Georgia, Florida, sorry, Florida, Georgia line. I died for you. Leanne Rhymes does smoking in the boys' room. Um, let's see who else would be for you. I found it. Aaron Lewis. Oh, sorry. Big and Rich do same old situation. Um, Claire Bowen and Samuel, Sam Palaldo do without you, which I think is a great cover. And as negative I am about country music, this cover was really which good. Which one is it? Uh, without you. I thought that was good. One, one, uh, of, one of my least favorite songs by them, dude. I don't know. Oh, really? I don't, I don't know why. I just I love that song. I think. Man. Remember, we went to the. I think it was Crew Fest two. Yeah. It was me, you, and Matt. We all went, and they did the Doctor Feel Good. It was like twenty fifth yes. anniversary. Yes. And I remember telling you, like, oh, dude, without you, dude, that was only do that. But I don't know, dude. I just, I I'm just that. not a big fan of it. Yeah. See, um, the Cadillac Three does Live Wire. The Mavericks do Doctor Feel Good. Uh, Bradley Gilbert does Girls Goes Girls. Now, uh, if I play this, if I play a track or a little bit of it right now, am I going to ruin these songs for me? No. Hearing them? No. All right. Because you like that country music, so you might get it. And and like I said, these bands are doing covers of it, so they're adding their violins and their keyboards right. and their strings. Let me, and, let me, let me play And this. the way they do vocals. So I'm going to start this off. Kickstart My Heart by Rascal Flatts. Okay. I'm going to start out right here. I don't know if I have it, if the volume's up high enough or too high, but let's go ahead and play okay. it. Let's listen. You know what, dude? Like I said, it's not my favorite, but you know the song. You're singing it. You know the beats. They just add something different to it. All right, let's hear it. The musicianship is better than the vocals. Okay. Okay, cut it and put uh, do um, without you. All right, because I think this is the best. I I, I, didn't, this is, I didn't mind it that one so much. I just if you hear the album, dude, like I said, you know the songs. It's that they're just arranged a little differently than more crunch on a guitar. It's more twang to your to the the singing. Twang to your sang. Yeah. All right. So without you, let's yeah. hear it. Here, let me get it right. Which I think is awesome, and it's it's also part of my covers. Oh, this is totally different. It is. See the strings? Without you, I hate her voice. It's a love song, dude. It sounds like it sounds like the couple from uh, Heavy Metal Parking Lot out 21, out 15, <laughs> singing to each other right here, dude. Sailor. I I'm I know. I, I like the you know what I like the arrangement of the song. I just I think it's her voice. Okay. That's fine. But see, I don't dig country voice. So I It was hard for me, but since I love the song, I took a second and really listened to it and said, damn, I do like this cover, even though I don't like country music. You need more country music in your life. No, well, I'm going to make you a mix. No. I'm going to make you a country no, no. music mix. All right, right. You know, you know what? One, one last one. Do, do Live Wire because we know how heavy that is. All right, here we do go. Live, live Wire. wire. This is the Cadillac 3. 
Not bad. It's a little slower, but you know, I'm a little disappointed because when I look at the the people playing on this, one of my favorite country bands, Florida Georgia Line, does a song "If I Die Tomorrow." I was hoping they would have done just. It's a, not even. A, I mean, that's not even a good song from them. Man. It isn't. Can I put it on? No, 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 no. Should I put I, it on? I don't think that's a good Motley Crue song. No, that's what I'm saying. So I, I think they could have they could have found a better song. Yeah, play it, man. And I know these guys are pretty popular. I, yeah. I've seen, you know, like when they come through LA, it's Georgia, Florida line, and everybody, oh my god, they're playing. Not bad. It sounds like a country song. Right? I, I'm not lying. It's, you know. They made it their own. This, this sounds like what they do. Do you know this song from Motley Crue, though? No, it was off the Saints of Los Angeles album. Yeah. No, it was off the compilation. Uh, Red Hot and Crew. Was it? Yeah. It was like a greatest hits package. Thanks for correcting me on the air. Yeah. And and uh, they had secret writers. There was a music video for this. I remember. Yeah. They have secret writers on this that they, they didn't do it themselves. Sounds like a country song. They made it. They, yeah. they countrified it up good. Yeah. I see some other bands on there, you know, that I recognize, obviously. Yeah. The what do you Rhymes. Nation, if you if you get Aaron a chance, Lewis, Aaron Lewis was like he was like a, a uh, stained, like a yeah protege, yeah, of like corn and limp biscuit, like they all mm-hmm. like claim to have discovered him. Yeah, Aaron Lewis, big and rich. I I recognize Eli Young. Yeah, um, let's see, Gretchen Wilson, uh, Brantley Gilbert, or uh, Gretchen D- Wilson, Jer- Jarius Rucker. Rucker. There you go. Yeah, Hootie and the From Blowfish. Dude, let's talk about that. Talk about Hootie. Hootie. So Hootie and the Blowfish, their album Crack Review. Which had um, "Hold My Hand" and they had like only want to be with you. That four album. good songs Dude, on that, that, right? So, I was, so when we did our, um, I don't know if we did an episode about it. I think we did about like some. We were talking about like best selling albums. Remember, we were just conversating, or I was looking it up for research. Dude, that album's a top ten all time right? selling yes. album. I'm like, holy shit, dude! So what do I have to do as a nerd? I gotta listen to this album again. So Cause I, I, cause I did buy it. I did own it. I think they, they first they crossed over to like the college radio, mm-hmm. and then from college radio they blew up to the pop. Yeah, dude. And that's where they got it. And like, I listened to that album, and I was like, okay, I'm not a hooting the blowfish fan. I, I did own the tape or the CD. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy it. I haven't really listened to that kind of music. It's not really my thing anymore. But I listen. And I go, yeah, dude. I can see how this sold that many albums. This was a good, it was a good album. Like it was good written, well played, something for everybody album for the masses. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yes. And then and, uh, when you don't get niche and you're just like, let's do something for everybody. You're going <laughs> to sell fucking 12 million copies when you're not doing something that's like. I, I think they did the marketing. I think these guys went in there, had these songs and just did it. Right, I mean, maybe they have the right producer, and then their marketing team found a found a way to, you know, add to it. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. So, uh, by the way, guys, we're drinking Bud Light today. <laughs> it's tall. Not, uh, we're we're drinking out of a tall can. We're splitting it between our cups. <laughs> Just pouring refills for each of us. It's ninety nine in the shade, man. Come by. Yeah, man. Listen, to that almost great. You know. Sometimes you know you just kind of stumble upon stuff like that, and it's Definitely. just like, oh wow, I gotta check that album out again. And, and I yeah. did, and I was like, oh, okay, you know, walk on the dog, whatever. I'm, I got my headphones in, I just listen to it. And that's a great time to do research and a great time to listen to stuff for all you guys to listen to. Big talk with Chris and Greg is you know walking the dog, cleaning yeah. the toilet, doing the dishes, <laughs> vacuuming, doing the dishes, drowning out your wife yelling at you. Just put in the yeah. headphones, man, and crank it. Do a, uh, listening to your headphones at work when your manager's walking by. Stuck in. <laughs> hey, I got I got some new singles. So if you're if you if you don't know Chris, so Megadeth released a new single, I would say the last week or so, a new song. That gets to come out, a new album. Sounds good. Now they did they don't write the, they don't write far beyond their means. 
I heard, checked it out, and thought it was decent. The Bullet Boys, uh, another one of my favorite bands, um, released a new song too. Now, the Bullet Boys was the original four. Uh, the guys broke up. Mark decided to keep that flag going. He came out with some a couple of albums, which I love, and I think they're great, but they're good modern rock albums. And then he got back just recently. I think this is all before COVID. He got back, back together with the four guys, and they were going to do, you know, hang out again and do festivals and tour as the original four. And then egos happened or whatever it was, and they kind of broke up. And now Mark is again, has a bunch of different four guys and st- started to do more music and they were just leave something and it, it's actually can i ask a question quick? yeah the bullet boys yes they had okay so they had smooth up in you Correct. which was their biggest single yeah and then they had what was that other for song? the love of money for the love of money yeah that's probably about all anybody knows okay that is a cursory listener unless you have all their albums you're Correct. playing them listening to them I guess that Mark is the only one. So if when the Mercedes egos were taking over, it was probably his saying, this is yeah. my band. And even though you guys are original members, we're going to do what I want. I think so. so. It's, his, it's his own fault. Would you probably agree? That's probably I, what I, I probably would say so that. I even get them all together, dude. Uh, because people want to see like, you know, promoters. If I'm a tour promoter and I'm going to, hey, I, I have an opportunity to, to bring you rat. And have opportunity to bring the original Bullet Boys. Oh shit! People are gonna. I could put them on the second slot, and bring you know Pretty Boy Floyd, who has one original member. I can bring you know uh, uh, Enough's Enough, who has one original member. I can bring Faster Pussycat, who has one original member. People, I guess, will say we'll pay more money for seeing the original guys. Mo more members, than, mo money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of true. Like when you go, when we go to concerts, we've seen stuff, and then oh, there's. It's I mean, but let's so be honest. Let's themselves. be honest with each other. Let's be honest. Okay. As long as you have the original lead singer, you're yeah. you're pretty good. I'm. I agree with you. There's no. There's no. You're not sitting in the crowd going ding dong ding with the guitar player, with the drummer. No. You're singing with no. the singer. Correct. And unfortunately, or fortunately, that's what sells is the singer being the one that's there. So they okay. can go solo well, or with Now, new band. let me question you on this. Would it work with Van Halen today as Alex Van Halen behind the drums, David Lee Roth vocals, Wolfgang doing bass, and um, or Michael Anthony doing bass, or and then uh, Joe Satriani doing guitar? Would it work? Well, Because they're questioning it right now. Here's the thing. There's talk of it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Can David Lee Roth even sing anymore? No, I'm not worried about David Lee Roth singing. I'm just talking about the name. If you were saying, "Oh, Van Halen's playing," let's go. Van um, Halen's playing. I think that if you are gonna do Van Halen, there's I don't, and I understand because Joe Satriani. The reason, in my opinion, I don't even know you were gonna bring this up, but in my opinion, the only reason Joe Satriani's name is thrown out there as one of the people is because he's great friends with Sammy Hagar. So he knows a lot of the Van Halen songs because the other person that I w- the only other person that I would put in that slot would be Steve Vai. And actually, I think Steve Vai would be a better person to put in that slot. But I, I think he just dialed in with mm. with David. Okay. No, I just think that the fact that if you look at it just the that without just 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 mm-hmm. four people, okay. okay. I just don't think David Lee Roth can sing anymore. Oh, I, I'm with you on that. I'm gonna dude. tell you I'm this not, right now. I'm not. How about those three with Sammy singing? And then you go, then you get Sammy's version of Van Halen playing. That I would definitely go see. Okay. I would go. But, I, w- I would not go see it with David Lee Roth. I would but, go see it with Sammy. Okay, but Sammy is doing well, his thing called the Circle right now with John Bonham. Uh, I don't know if it's Joe Satriani. I think it's another guy. Yeah. I thought it was Joe Satriani playing in that. No, I think in when they chicken foot, they did that. Oh yeah, that's right. So he is doing the you know, the circle foot, Michael Anthony. circle the circle. He has Michael Anthony on it. Mm-hmm. He has, uh, uh, is it John Bonham? Did I say? Well, if, if and I th- then and then he has some other guy doing it, and then Sammy singing. So does it work that way too? Well, and, if, if, and if, they if, add three or four songs to their list because Sammy has a a monster yeah, he does. list of, of songs to pick now from from his Montrose. His solo career, 
Van Halen and now these the things. The post Van Halen solo career. Yeah, the post Van Halen solo career with either himself, The Circle, or Chicken Foot. Like, hey, I can get this. And, 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 and even if they decided to reform, it, it, sorry, Wolfgang, Michael Anthony's going to play. I think Wolfie doesn't want to do it anymore. He's trying to break himself out of the Van Halen thing. The, the Van Halen thing. Yeah, I think he doesn't. He doesn't even want to play Van Halen songs if his dad's not playing with him. You know, like he just did it because his dad. You know, hey, play bass. Okay, yeah. He probably won. He, yeah, he probably loved doing it, but now his dad has passed, and he's like, I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. Just wanna, I'm just Uncle I'm just, Alec. Please don't make me do this anymore. Yeah, maybe. You know. You know. Yeah, I'll jam with you, but I won't do it in front of people. You know what I mean? Or you know something like that. I'm gonna play it at, the Christmas, yeah. at Christmas in the living room. <laughs> you know, I wanted to circle back quick because we were talking about the whole thing about bands re uh, coming out with new albums and stuff, and we had talked about this earlier today. Is one of the bands that did a really good job of it was Rat, and I really wanted to talk okay. about them. So Rat, obviously huge in the '80s, round and round. You know, they had the Out of the Cellar. Uh, Invasion of Your Privacy were the, the, the two first albums that were really huge. Um, then they came in 2010, Infestation. And I, we both went and saw them yes. on that tour. Yes. It was a club tour. I'm not sure if it was the Key Club or where it was in Hollywood. We went and saw them play. Um, uh, it was all original lineup, obviously. Uh, um What's his name that had passed away? Uh, uh, Robin. Robin Crosby had passed away. So it was everybody, but he, it was uh, Carlos Cavazzo. Yeah. Was the only, like, replacement guy. Everybody Correct. Everybody else was Correct. original. Great show. Yeah. Um, we did see him at Universal, too. They were a second slot. They weren't the headlining band. Oh, yeah. We did see them there, yes. And then at that time, they had- They opened uh, for Poison. Maybe that's what yeah, I was. I think they opened for Poison. I, I think they had um, John Karabi at the time that's, doing rhythm right. guitar instead of Carlos. I think you're right. And then Robbie Robbie Crane was doing the bass player instead of Juan. So and the club we saw, yes. The the one where at the Universal, they kind of changed a few of those guys. And uh, they did a great job of recreating or doing what Rat sounds like without it sounding like Rat from the... We talked about this earlier. They didn't sound like Rat from the 80s. They sounded like Rat in 2010. Yeah. And they did a great job of like, God, I hope this album sounds like this. And it sounded exactly like I fucking wanted it to. Exactly, and yeah. it was great. So if you're a fan of Rat, or if you're a fan of '80s rock, mm -hmm. if you're a fan of just, it was, dude, it was a really give it a good really shot, really good listen, album. Man. Yeah, Rat Infestation from 2010. It was. It doesn't sound like oh he can't sing. No, he sounds like no, he still can sing. Yeah. it didn't sound forced. It it was great. I loved it. And man. you know the the thing I like about Stephen Piercy is. He keeps himself moving. So if he's not singing rat stuff, he's doing a solo career yeah. or he has We've seen him before in solo too. Four or five damn side projects from industrial type to straight ahead rock and roll. He has his top uh top fuel record, so he pulls his he puts his own shit out and doesn't have to see what anybody else, you know, listens to or cares. He does it, man. So it's it's good stuff. You know, I, I think that. they pulled out a documentary recently on the Beginning part of rap. Let's talk about AEW. Let's talk about some wrestling. All right, man. So um, me and Chris were able to go to two shows here in Los Angeles. One was at the Kia Forum. It was uh, uh, the Dynamite right after the, uh, was it Double or Nothing? Double or Nothing in Vegas. And, man, we had a blast. The ec excitement, the electricity, the crowds were wild. The pandemonium. The, yeah, the, it was. There was a really good energy walking into the forum, and, and people yelling and screaming and cheering and just throwing. I thought a lot of love to mm -hmm. into the ring, and it was great, man. I can't say we, me and Chris, we did our usual party in the parking lot, hanging out with some friends. Uh, what's up, Mark? What's up, Big Andy? Um, you know, hanging out with them. Drinking some beers, a couple of shots. We, we stopped at Jack in the Box and had a little uh, grubbing session. Mm -hmm. um, but we had a good time, man. You know, we had waters too, guys. So don't think we're all crazy. We're old men. Um, we had a good time in there. Like I said, there's a lot of energy. Wrestling was good. Wrestling was fun. Um, the the best things. The I got to tell you one thing, Chris. The energy for the Young Bucks. I was super excited at the forum. I was more excited on Rampage. 
um, for the Toyota Arena because they yeah. were more home. Um, but I did like uh, a lot of the wrestling we saw. The craziest thing I think me and Chris have said was the M- MJF session where he just came out and yeah. ripped and jeez, oh, piezo, man. He, it, we kept on asking each other, is this real? Is this fake? Is this real? Is this fake? Man, it, it, I guess it was real because he went out and said his shit and he hasn't been on TV since. No, he hasn't. You know, they took him, uh, uh, Warner Media took him off everything. He's not any promos. His name isn't even around. They barely talk about him. I think they talked to Tony Khan this week. Somebody mentioned his name. It says, you know, I'm not talking about that subject right now. It's, like, like, they did it. it's like they did control F. Yeah. Put his name in and just did delete. It, that's, that's basically what they did. That's and, what and, it was. And, uh, it was, um, honestly, I thought it was better than the than the CM Punk pipe bomb. I think I said it at the time. I go, Jesus Christ, dude, that was better than the pipe right? bomb, dude. Right, that, that, that didn't... It was more personal. It was more, like, in your face, more, like, it made me go, like, holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. But, you know, like you, like you just mentioned uh, a second ago, I, like, I really did enjoy the show where we went the second uh two days later rampage rampage out in ontario yeah um that match the the young bucks dude and the lucha brothers oh my god it was one of the best matches i've ever seen live one of the best matches i've ever seen no i agree with you on that one man that was was a good like what like 15 to 18 minutes high spot high spot high spot shit i've never seen before it was it was just it was great I loved it. It was amazing. Sell, sell, sell. Yeah. Marking out all over this auditorium. It was great. I loved it. So, uh, just before we go, uh, before I start talking about Rampage, what was your what were your thoughts on Dynamite when we went there? Did you have the same feelings that I did about the energy and the crowds? Yeah, and, I really. And I, I, I did, there wasn't too many signs, you know, like people holding signs up. There was a few, but there wasn't a whole lot. Um, but your thoughts, Chris? I thought it was great. Um, I'm glad there weren't a bunch of signs. That's, I think that's more of the '90s thing. Let's not bring that back. Too, I don't want too many signs. Okay. Um, I thought the energy was great. Um, the matches were really good. They they definitely hold a class act event. Class act event. Um, and I'm glad that they came out here to LA. And I'd love to have them come out here again. It would be great. And and they got talent, man. But you know they what? have a lot of talent, and it's. Obviously, WWE is the big name out there, mm-hmm. and I think that a lot of uh, the nation needs to go. If they're not already, go check out AEW. Do they have? Do they have some really, really good wrestlers? Good wrestlers you've never even heard of. Sure, you probably will never hear of, and you got to go check these guys out, dude. Because the only way that they're ever gonna make it, and the only way that anybody's gonna see them is if you go watch them or watch them on tv and talk about them and that's just what we need to do exactly um i was one of those people that when aew started and they started a tour i wanted them so bad to come to the west coast because i knew a lot of these wrestlers and we've seen them independently and they live out here on the west coast yes exactly yeah, it's we just have. they just fly to the you know uh, what is it, uh, Jacksonville, because that's where AEW you know, started to mark their home. And I was dying for them to, to come to the um, West Coast. And you know, when they said Las Vegas, I was like, all right, you know, that's not too far. I can travel to Vegas. But when they said L.A., I dropped everything. I was like, man, I got to get on this and you know, put a pretty painting on our seats and do this and this and this. And I think it was, it was fun. It was definitely worth it. And then... Um, so I had a great time at Dynamite, and I think you did too. We we had mm-hmm. a great time. We yeah. It, what was funny, and I, I'll tell you about this is, so me and Chris we walk in. And it's about what four o'clock, and then the show ended about seven seven thirty, and we just were able to catch the the sunset right above the horizon of going down from the forum and stuff. The so smoggy was, horizon of Los Angeles as the sun goes down, <laughs> and Chris and Gray embrace each other. In brotherly love. It was good. I don't know what you're talking about. The man. deep emotions of their relationship yeah. exuding into the public or surrounding them. <laughs> they can hardly contain themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like we that? <laughs> we had a good time. And then uh, 48 hours later on, we're on our way to Ontario. God, the, can I say something? Yes. Before, you, the worst fucking drive. Can we do something? If you are anybody that has anything to do 
You want to take a plane from Burbank Jesus to Christ, dude. Ontario? The 210. Yeah, the 210. The 210 the East. Jeez. It took us over two hours yeah. to get out bad, to man. Ontario. And I hope I never have to drive out there again. It was shitty. It was it was horrible. It was a it was a ride, man, to the Indian Empire. You know? But the Why ma- is the carpool lane not just going nonstop? I don't know, man. There's too many people in the carpool lane. They need to have people out there ticketing people. With their transponders and the electric cars. Stuff like that. I digress. <laughs> yeah, I, I loved um a rampage. Yeah, I had it, a good time. Uh, we had rampage. I think we had better seats for rampage than we did um, dynamite. We had good seats for both shows. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, rampage. So we went to um, the dynamite. It was a three-hour show. It yes. was one hour of dark, two hours of oh, dynamite. Dynamite. Then this one was what? It was a five. It was five fucking hours. Yeah. One hour of dark, one hour of rampage, and then three hours of dark. Yeah. Because it went till ten o'clock. Yeah. Five to ten o'clock, and man, we saw some amazing matches. Yeah, amazing the Young matches. Bucks Lucha Lucha Brothers match was great, and thank God Young Bucks came home. It was just like a homecoming for them, and when I thought there would be more glamour and glitz, but they st- threw on a match that was unbelievably fun. You know, uh, there was a lot of good wrestlers we saw out there. A lot of good matches. Um, one of the matches that um, me and Chris, um, if you don't know, we're definitely big fans of PP Ray, which is. Pretty Peter Avalon yep. and Ray Rosas. So Ray Rosas came out and did a dark match with some two other guys against the uh, Jericho Society. Uh, uh, and Greg is probably going to be modest right here, but he did start <laughs> the sexy Jesus chant. Oh, Ray Rosas, if you're listening, Greg from Big Talk with Chris and Greg we started the sexy Jesus chant. Loud, we were loud, and he heard us, and he heard us, and he did a little pose, and he waved, and you know, it, it took a second, and we're like, you know. Who's this independent guy? If you didn't know from, and he's known in that area because you know he does a lot of wrestling, independent wrestling throughout. And he has a school. Southern California he has, and has a, school. a school. We've been to the the, the we went the, uh, one time to the matches at his school. Correct. The school that he does yes. So he he does wrestling up and down Southern California, and he's a teacher. He's also a great wrestler. wrestling from Hollywood. Yeah. PP Ritt. Yeah. Yeah. So it was good. I mean, he took a second, and you know you could hear people chanting his name, and and. Uh, they, he he was great. He posted something on Instagram and says, "Dude, thank you for everybody who cheered my name. It was surreal for me. I didn't think, you know, nobody really knew who I was. You know, when you were at a big arena, when yeah. you're at an independent, everybody knows your name. Here, are these this that, you know, people know him, and that was it. Rampage was fun, dude. They threw some dark matches. Um, it was cool. We really, I really had a good time, and you know, it was fun. You agree? <laughs> Rambo came, our mascot, Rambo the Bulldog, came running out barking. He agrees with us. Yeah. So you any, agree with us? Any of your thoughts? We're going we're gonna to end up soon, but we're going to bring it down. So I'm going to end with the WWE. Any thoughts on McMahon and the allegations on him? Um, I don't, unless it, if it was his, are we talking about the hush fund? Yes. If it was company money, that sucks. Okay. If it was his own money, who the fuck cares? Got it. Got um, it. How do you feel about Stephanie taking his spot? Right now, I would rather have Hunter. Got it. Um, I think we talked about this earlier. I'd rather have Hunter. I think having Heyman in charge of creative would be great. Um, I think they. This is a real. This could be a tilting point in the wrestling industry. Okay. If they do the wrong thing, it's going to open up the door for all these other federations and all these other, you know. AEW, TNA to kind of pounce. Um, I don't want to make a secret about it. I would love that. I would love for these other, you know, at least to people that have some like internet hold, like, you know, NWA, okay. TNA, ROH. Um, I would love for AEW to get a little bigger. I think it's only great for the industry. It would get me. Let, I mean, let's make no bones about it, Greg. If you talk about current wrestling, Greg is the expert between us. I'm not that hip on what's going on today with wrestling. I would love to be more hip on what's going on wrestling. And the only way I'm going to be hip is for there to be like more stuff going on. Make me care about it. It's WWE, okay. and that's almost all there is. And it's like I don't care if it's just one. I don't care. But oh, what's this other thing? Oh my God, what's this? What's this? 
You know, oh, that's what I want to see. I want okay. competition. I want the I want the Monday Night Wars again. Oh, that's what I really want. The Monday Night Wars, the Wednesday Night Wars, the Friday Night Wars. I don't care. The Internet Wars. Let's do something. Um, make it fun again to watch and to care and to battle and talk with your friends and, about what's going on. And watch one show and record the next one. Yeah, and, and that's what uh, I want. So, if that's the end result of this, sorry, but yes, I would love to have that. What um, What are your thoughts on Jeff Hardy? Uh, he's a troubled soul. I was talking this about with a guy at work. Um, whoa, right whoa, whoa, whoa! You were talking to somebody else other no. than me. You weren't texting me. You son of a bitch. I was talking to another guy, and I told him I go. He needs his family more than ever right now. Yeah, and and. and and my friend, uh, Robert, he made a good point. He said, yeah, but it just seems like he doesn't care. It's like he doesn't he doesn't want help. It's like he, you know, WWE said rehab or whatever. He says, no, I don't want it. I'm going to leave. And it's, it's sad because he is really tarnishing his own career by yeah. doing these. And um by some people could be considered right up there with edge as a great tag team and singles wrestler. One of the greats of all time. Uh, but he's really doing damage to his career, but put that all aside he, as a person, dude, he really needs to start taking care of himself. He needs, he needs help. Have and you- it's very unfortunate that somebody that's such an, a whole pro, pro such a hope high profile position, just, can't get it together and it's really sad did you see where um jeff has been doing some pretty crazy acrobatic wrestling moves and like you know the day after it's like oh he was injured oh he was this oh he was that so it, it kind of stinks because you know he's he's still injuring himself you know i mean these guys are no spring chickens anymore no, man they're, they're like in their 40s yeah imagine and, me going out there yeah yeah well, you're I could, fit i could do it yeah i could probably i could probably beat him up <laughs> But still, you know, being in the 40s and, and twisting and jumping and doing and hurling and landing on ladders or guys themselves, you know, it's, it's, yeah, I, I hope the best for Jeff Hardy too, man. You know, he's one of my favorites. He's always been one of my favorites, but I hate to see the realistic of that because even one of the guys in the Usos, I think it's, it's Jay that also has a problem with alcohol and he's also getting busted too. He's been busted, I think, twice within the last five years mm. of, from a DUI. You know, all these guys, it stinks for these guys, you know. Um, somebody made a comment, don't they make enough money to Uber? Don't they, you know, make enough money to have somebody else drive them? They probably do, but Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you know, you do, you, but when you're, I mean, take it, take it from me. When, when you're, when you've been drinking, yeah, your first thing isn't like, oh, I can't drive. I'm going to get an Uber. You're like, no, I'm fine. I can do it. I think everybody has been in that situation. I'm fine. I can do it. Okay. I can I can make it home. It's just down the street. No, no. I'll take the back I'll take the back road. Yeah, I'll take the back roads. And and it's it's not a good idea. Yeah. You know, call call an Uber, call t- call me. <laughs> DM DM me at uh <laughs> Big Talk CG dot podcast on instagram dude and i will definitely come pick you up hey one one last thought so you know us since our first um uh, talk of our debut podcast i talked about flicker stick so last weekend this penguin that just passed was the shows that they finally did after i think they said 12 years of not playing together that's right in texas this was the first this was the first shows man so yeah on the internet uh, i saw the playlist Love it. Um, I'm excited. I'm I'm disappointed that I didn't see it, but I'm also excited that it happened. And Is there footage? Yeah, but these guys are are recorded it for themselves, and they're gonna package it for like a DVD or a you know something streaming. So there's some stills, and all of them are are excellent. So I was very happy to see some of those. I was you know kind of bummed out I didn't make it to Texas, but hey, I can always jam in my car, man. Yeah, you can always jam in your car. Right. So, you know what? I, I think... Uh, Anything else you want to talk about? I mean, we got a pretty good catch-up right there. You know, we talked about our some gripes with music, some new albums. Oh, I got some, one more thing. Oh, shit. Here I we got go. one thing left. If you're not familiar, today on Raw, or, you know, next time you get a chance, today is Raw, John Cena celebration 20 years. John Cena. 
ruthless aggression. So I heard Cena's going to come out. Is the he first come out hour, with his red and black trunks? The first hour, he's going to do ruthless aggression. Second hour is going to be Thugonomics. And the third hour is going to be John Cena. Here's Remind the thing. Can I, can I say something to you right now? No. Why the fuck is Raw three hours? Because they three can hours? Yeah, three hours. It's the flagship show. Three hours. Yeah, that's why they have a lot of entertainment in the between. A lot of interviews, a lot of recaps. Jesus Christ. A lot of what's going on, a little riffraff. Oh, just to give you guys a little preview of what I think we're going to have coming in the future, Mr. Chris, which is me, I've been on my ECW kick. Ooh. I have been watching ECW, every single episode ECW. of their TV shows. <laughs> I am on season two, episode 43. All right. So we're going to be start talking about that coming up in an episode or two, talking about where we're going with that. Talk about what else you want to talk about coming up? We're going to talk about a couple albums, maybe uh, Poison. Yeah, Poison's I want to bring um, up. We might be talking about Slaughter. Um, Little Trickster. You know, we'll probably throw in an Office episode in there. All and, right. You know, we're going to keep things going. You know, we just had a little small vacation. Um, but, you know, we're still here. This is the nation. Exactly. It was just on a little vacation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That's all I got to say for now. This is Chris. This is Greg. See ya.